There are times in life when we are stripped on everything. Unexpected circumstances and situations could bring us to ruins. And yet, we are not hopeless. A God gives beauty for ashes, rebuilds ruins, raises us up out of the dust and turns things around, giving us double honor. This word will lift you up. Today, I want to speak a word of encouragement, a word that will inspire, will encourage the hearts of people uh, who have been uh, specifically impacted by the pandemic uh, and uh, the, the outcomes of the result because of the pandemic uh, in some serious ways. Now, now so I want to title this sermon, Up From the Ashes. So that's the title of uh, the message that I'm just bringing to us today. You know, the impact of the pandemic has been... Uh, felt, of course, globally, and one of the major areas has been in the loss of jobs. And when we look at things right here in our own country, in India, um, and, and these, uh, these are, this is all information that's been put out uh, by various uh, uh, bodies. Uh, this information is from the Center for uh, Monitoring uh, Indian Economy, and as well as uh, a little later on, there's information from the uh, International Labor Organization, the Asian Development Bank. So I'm just quoting some of the numbers that they've put out. Uh, what the uh, CMIE stated uh, was that um, one month after the lockdown, 121 million Indians were out of work the first month after the lockdown. That is sometime in April. Uh, 121 million Indians were out of work. Now, uh, this, of course, includes um, what we would refer to, or what is referred to as the informal uh, and the rural uh, economies, uh, uh, because uh, there's a huge number of people who work in that segment, uh, were part of the informal uh, economy. So uh, about, uh, out of the 121 million, uh, subsequently about 70 million uh, jobs uh, that were part of the informal economy have come back, which is a good thing. Uh, but what is still reported, what is reported is that some 19 million salaried formal economy jobs, that means people who are in the formal economy, both salaried, working in, regular, in the regular uh, corporate sector and in the industries and so on, uh, have been lost. Uh, in, in, as part of the Indian, Indian, uh, Indian economy. And uh, out of these, 4 million Indians below, G, below the age of 30 have lost their jobs. So uh, the younger population, uh, as part of the um, uh, formal economy, have had it bad. 4 million people below the age of 30 have, it's been estimated uh, in India, uh, that they have lost their jobs, and so they've been the hardest hit uh, in, in this area. So uh, I want to speak uh, today uh, primarily to, to such people who've been hit hard uh, uh, because of the pandemic, where you know, uh, 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 because of the loss of job, obviously, uh, 
finances become tight, uh, and then you know just the daily sustenance of life uh, becomes very very difficult. Um, and the all the plans that were that they had uh, about the future for their career, for their professional growth, uh, for the, the betterment of uh, themselves, or maybe if they are married, for their family, all of those things uh, have been impacted uh, because of this. Uh, and we know that not only jobs, but a lot of other areas of our lives have been affected. Uh, we could you know, talk about family, health, physical and emotional health. We can talk about education. Uh, we can talk about you know, just society, our social interactions. A lot of these things have been impacted. And uh, uh, in many ways, uh, uh, we could say, uh, and I'm speaking specifically to those who feel that in one or more areas, life has been reduced to ashes. Now, when we talk about ashes, we talk about something that's been totally burned down, uh, something that's been completely destroyed, uh, and that's what ashes represent. Uh, it's been, uh, it represents total devastation, something that's been completely destroyed. And so I want to speak to people today who may be in that kind of a situation where one or more areas of their lives have been reduced to ashes, and what do I do now? What, 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 how can I come out of this? And I want to just bring to you uh, encouragement from the scriptures and just point you about to certain things that you can do uh, from your spiritual life in your engagement with God to see all of these things turned around so that you can rise up from the ashes. You see in Isaiah, the 61st chapter and verse 3, uh, Isaiah speaking about the, the work of the Holy Spirit. And he says this in verse 3. He says the anointing, the anointed one, and the anointing does this. It, it, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Notice what he says is because of the anointing, uh, he gives us beauty for ashes. Beauty for ashes. And so I want to speak to you today. If you feel that your life or certain areas of your life, whether it's your finances, your profession, your career, your business has been reduced to ashes, I want to speak to you by the anointing of the Holy Spirit and declare to you that God will give you, God can, God will give you beauty for ashes. He can turn it around and he can cause something beautiful to emerge out of the ashes that you see or you're experiencing today. And God will do it. How? By the power of his Holy Spirit. God can and God will. So that's the first thing I want to bear before you today. That is to have faith that God can and God will turn things around in your life. You know, that whatever situation you're going through, whatever you find devastated around your life, whether it's, like I said, maybe your job, your professional career, it's been reduced to nothing. Uh, maybe your finances, you've seen it dwindle, dwindle, dwindle. 
and it's down to almost nothing right now. Or your business, uh, you're seeing things tighten, and, 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 and uh, you're seeing it tighten, tighten, and, and it's, it's come to a place where it's reduced to nothing. Listen, the Bible tells us that by the power of the Holy Spirit, God brings beauty for ashes. Right there, where there things to, seem to be so devastated, God can raise up something beautiful for you and in your life. And first, you just you and I need to have faith that God can and God will do it. This is not the end of the story. Have faith in God. Jesus said this in Mark 11, verse 22. He said, have faith in God. You know, you say, what can I do in the middle of all of this? There is so much devastation. Things have been reduced to ashes. What can I do? There's one thing you can do. You can have faith in God right there in the middle of your situation. Have faith in God that he can and he will turn your situation around. Have faith that God will do it for you because he's for you. He's not against you. He's bigger than the devastation. He's bigger than what seems to have crumbled down. He's bigger than, than, than you know, uh, the, how badly you've been hit in your business. He's bigger than that. God can and God will turn it around. Have faith in God. You know, the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7, the Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. Now, that's the difference between a spiritual man and a logical or a rational man. A logical or rational man just looks at everything from his five senses and says, well, nothing's going to happen now. It's all gone. But a spiritual man walks by faith, not by sight, and says, look, I believe in a God who can turn these things around. And it's so wonderful that just in this last week, uh, I received two emails, uh, two messages from two different people who, uh, for a long time, uh, they had no job uh, in the sense that uh, they were uh, looking for, for something, and, and God just wonderfully blessed them. And, and, and it's just an amazing story. And both the stories is an amazing work that God has done in their lives. So uh, and I'm, I'm just mentioning two, but I'm sure there are many others who can say, you know what? In my hope, in, in the moment, in the time, and everything seemed hopeless, God intervened. God did something. God intervened. And so I want you to know that our faith in God is not something meaningless. It's real. We walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus said, have faith in God. So in the middle of, of your ashes, if you're standing right there today, have faith in God and believe that God can and God will turn things around. The second thing that you and I can do in the middle of our ashes, in the middle of our devastation, in the middle of all these things that have happened around us is to declare our faith in God. Declare your faith. You know, you speak to your situations, you speak to your circumstances, and you declare your faith in God. You know, uh, uh, you might say, well, you know, how is this going to affect? How is this going to cause about a change? Um, this is where our faith in God works over our circumstances and situations. Jesus put it this way. In Mark chapter 11, verse 22, he said, have faith in God. And then in verse 23 and 24, he told us what to do with faith in God. In verse 23, he says, For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, 
but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Then in verse 24 he says, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So Jesus said, have faith in God. And then in verses 23 and 24 he taught us what to do with faith in God. In verse 23, he said, you know, you speak to your mountain, you tell it to move, and you believe in your heart that what are you, whatever you're saying will come to pass. He says, you will have whatever you say. Jesus taught us to exercise faith like this. You speak to your mountain. What is your mountain? What is the, your life situation that you need to see changed? You speak to it. So let's say it's about your job. It's about your career. You speak to it. You say, in the name of Jesus, I speak over my job situation. I declare it blessed. I declare a good job coming my way. I declare a job where I will grow professionally, where I will be able to use all my abilities and my competencies, and, and I will be a blessing to the organization, and I will do excellent work, and I will thrive professionally. You speak to your circumstance situation like that. You say, but that sounds ridiculous. That's okay. Jesus taught us that that's how faith is released. That's how faith is exercised. You speak to the circumstance. You speak to your situation. If it's your business that seems to be constrained with all of these limitations, you speak to your business. You say, in the name of Jesus, I speak over my business. I command my business to thrive, to flourish. I declare an increase in our revenues. I declare doors open for my business. I declare that we will enter into new territories. Then business will multiply, will increase in the name of Jesus. You speak to your business. You say, well, that, that sounds crazy. Well, Jesus said, if you have faith, have faith in God. And he said, you speak to your mountain. You tell it to move. And don't doubt in your heart, but you believe that what you say will come to pass. You will have what you say. So declare your faith. You want to come up from the ashes, right? So what do you do? First, have faith in God. Know that God can and God will turn your situation around. Number two, declare your faith over your circumstance. Declare your faith over whatever has been devastated in your life. Declare your faith over your ashes. Declare and say, this is what God will do in my life. Call forth the things that are not as though they were. Call forth the goodness of God in your life. Call forth the work of God in your life. Declare your faith in God. Speak to the circumstances, speak to those situations and declare that, that, that what you believe will be done. And then Jesus taught us there in verse 24, he says, you know, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. That means you go to God, say, Father, I pray and I ask you, God, that you'll give me a good job. And I want, Lord, a job where I can use the, my strengths to serve the company, serve the, uh, serve the organization very well. Give me a good job, Lord. You believe God. When you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Say, Father, I thank you that this is done, that you will give me a good job where I can use my skills and my talents. So use your faith to receive it from God. Same thing with your business. You believe, Father, I pray that the business will increase, that we will do well, we will thrive. You pray, you believe, and you receive it. So, Secondly, declare your faith in God, speak your faith in God, and by faith in God you receive from the Father. Do what Jesus taught us to do in Mark eleven twenty four. 24, that when you pray, 
Believe that you receive them and you will have them. That means whatever you pray, say, Father, I thank you. It is done. I believe that I receive it. It's done. And you will have them. So exercise your faith in God in the middle of that devastation. Don't let the devastation dictate your destiny. Let the word of God, let your faith in God determine your destiny, what you're going to enter into, right? So don't stop there and say, well, it's the end of my life. It's the end of everything. No, 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 it's not the end. You still have faith in God and faith in God works. Faith in God will bring outcomes, will cause you to rise up out of the ashes. So speak to your circumstances, speak to your situations, pray, believe, and receive uh, the change that, that you want to see happen in your circumstances, in your situations. Thirdly, is do your part. That means you step out now and do what you can do. Right? The Bible tells us uh, in, the, in, the, in James chapter 2, verses 17 and 26, I'll read this for us. It says, Thus also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. And then it says in verse 26, As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. That means if you, if we, you and I, if we want to see our faith produce, we must have works. That means we must do something that corresponds to our faith. We must do something that expresses our faith. So do your part. If you're looking for a job, get out there. Uh, uh, send your resume out. Do the calls. Do the interviews. Uh, be forceful. Be aggressive about it. Don't sit back and just hope uh, that something will happen. Maybe you need to change, uh, 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 reskill yourself, learn some new things, go into some new areas. Whatever it is, do your part. Do the best you can. Same thing in your business. Maybe you do need to realign your business or re-strategize, refocus, make some changes. Do it. Because faith without works is dead. Faith will not produce if there is no corresponding action. So you've got to ask God, Lord, what do you want me to do? I believe you will prosper me. I believe you'll cause me to come out of the ashes. I believe you can give me beauty for ashes. I believe you can turn something wonderful. What is it you want me to do, God? How can I demonstrate my faith? What, are my, what is the work you want me to do? And God will give you some ideas. He'll give you some new things that you can do, even in the middle of a situation like this. And as you work your faith, God will cause things to take place as you do your part. So I want to encourage you. Number three, is to work your faith. Not only are you declaring your faith, not only are you praying aligned to your faith, but you're also working your faith. You're doing your part. You're getting up there and doing what you can do. Uh, uh, of course, you're doing it by faith in God and under His guidance. You do it, and you will see results. And the last one, number four, is this, that you and I must be patient. You know, sometimes uh, it may take a little time uh, before things unfold, before things begin to change, before the rebuilding happens, before the beauty, uh, the, the beautiful thing that God wants to do can take shape. It, it may take some time, but you and I must be patient. You and I must work through with God, through the circumstance, through the situations, and God will bring something beautiful out of our present devastation, out of our present situation. God will do it, but we need to be patient. We need to have endurance, and we say, God, no matter how long it takes, I'm going to come out and I'm going to see something wonderful take place in spite of all that has happened. So we must be patient. In Psalm 40, uh, verses 1, 2, and 3, uh, the psalmist said, I waited patiently for the Lord, 
And he inclined to me and heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the mighty clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. He has put a new song in my mouth, praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. Notice what the psalmist said. You know, I waited patiently, waited patiently for God and God came through. He brought me up out of this horrible pit. So right now, things that have been reduced to ashes, things that have been so devastated, it seems like you're in a horrible pit, but God will bring us out of it. God will put our feet on the solid rock and he'll give us a new song to sing, new things to say and declare. God will do that for us, even as we wait patiently for him. So you keep doing what you have to do, and you wait patiently for God. You're standing firm in your faith, and you know that God will bring you through. So keep declaring your faith. Keep thanking God that you have received according to what you've prayed, and you wait patiently for God. You say, God, I know you're bringing me out of this. You're going to put my feet on solid rock. You're going to give me a new song to sing. Many will see it. People around me will see this wonderful thing that you do in my life, and they will give praise to God. So that's your faith, that you wait patiently for God. You know, the Bible talks about uh, David in 1 Samuel, the 30th chapter, uh, and uh, it mentions about what happened to David and his people in Ziglag, how the enemies the, uh, had come and they had taken things, everything away uh, when David and his men had gone out into battle. Uh, there, uh, another enemy had come in and they had totally uh, ravaged the place and taken everything away from Ziklag. So when David and his men came back and they saw everything lost and gone, David prayed and God told them, you pursue, you go after the enemy because you are going to recover all. You're going to get everything back. And that's exactly what happened. We read about this in 1 Samuel, the 30th chapter, that David recovered all. And I believe that God will help you recover all and not just recover all, but have much more than what you had before. And that's what I want to bring to you. And I believe that today as we pray, not only are you going to come up from the ashes, not only is God going to bring you out of what you are in right now, but he's going to give you much more. And he's going to cause you to be in a stronger, better place by the power of his Holy Spirit, because the God we serve is the God who gives beauty for ashes. And that's what he wants to do in your life. In that same chapter, in Isaiah 61 and verse 7, the, 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 uh, the same chapter that we read, uh, in verse 7 he says, Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. Instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Notice what he says, instead of shame, you will have double honor. You see, right now, because of, uh, of, of the devastation, because of what, what uh, things being reduced to ashes, you may feel ashamed about what's happened in your life. You may be ashamed, how could this happen to me? How could I be reduced to nothing? How could things be brought to such a low pl uh, place in my life? But I want to release God's word upon you, that where God says, instead of shame, you will have double honor. And I want to release God's anointing to you that brings double honor into your life. So get ready for God by His Spirit to raise you up and give you double honor. And I want to declare that by His Spirit, God is releasing beauty on your life for your ashes. So today, we're going to pray. 
We're going to believe God that he will help you rise up from your ashes. Four simple things that uh, I've just brought to you as a way of reminder. Number one, in the middle of the devastation, in the middle of all that you're going through, number one, have faith in God that he can and he will turn things around in your life. God will do that. Secondly, speak and declare your faith. Speak over your circumstance. Speak over your situation and declare it. Every day you get up, you declare it. Every day um, uh, you face these situations, declare, God is changing these things. God is bringing me out. God is causing me to prosper. God is going to turn this around. Declare your faith. And you thank God. Lord, I pray. I believe I've received this. It's done, Lord. And I'm, I thank you that uh, I will see the change happen. I will see these things happen. Number three, do your part. Work your faith. Whatever it takes, you get up there and you do what it takes to see things change because that is faith in action. Faith works. And you go, go up there and you do it. And lastly, be patient. Even if things don't change immediately, be patient. You press through because God will turn things around for you in your life. God is getting ready to bring you up out of the ashes. He's getting ready to cause things to become beautiful in your life. And today, as we pray, I believe that the anointing of the Holy Spirit will be imparted to your life and will cause a work to take place to see this happen. All right, we're going to worship God. The worship team will lead us in a few moments of worship. And right after that, I'm going to come and pray. And this is the prayer we're going to pray that God will turn those things, the, uh, God will bring beauty for ashes. He'll turn those things around in your life. So get ready. We'll pray. There's a table that you've prepared for me In the presence of my enemies And it's your body and your blood you shed for me and This is how I fight my battles There's a table that you've prepared for me In the presence of my enemies And it's your body and your blood you shed me and this is how I fight my battle Your mercy follows me So my weapon 
team for leading us in that, in that time of worship. We are going to pray right now. And what we're going to believe God is that by the power of His Holy Spirit, He will touch you. And the anointing of God's Spirit will come upon you to bring beauty for ashes. No matter what you see around you, no matter what devastation has taken place in your professional life, in your finances, in your business, or some other area of your life, 
the anointing of God will come upon you to bring beauty for ashes. I want you to believe God with me. And as I pray, open up your heart, open up your life to receive the anointing of God. Believe that He'll give you double honor for your shame. Believe that He'll cause rejoicing in your portion in place of all of the confusion that has taken place. Things are going to change. God will raise you up from the ashes. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I just pray right now for a release of your anointing to every person listening and watching. Let the power of the Holy Spirit come upon them to bring beauty for ashes. Lord, in every area of life or whichever area of life they've experienced devastation, where things have been ruined and brought down to ashes, let there be a raising up. Let them rise up from the ashes. Let something beautiful come forth in the place of their ashes, in the place of their devastation. Let something beautiful arise, O oh God. And according to your word, let them receive double honor in place of their shame. Let them re receive rejoicing in their portion in place of all the confusion that has happened. Let it come forth by the power of your Holy Spirit and let things begin to change. And we thank you, Father, for doing this in their lives, that they today, by the power of your Holy Spirit, will see, Lord, a rising up from the ashes. I pray that their faith will be encouraged, that they will speak to their circumstances, speak to their situations, commanding things to change. I pray that they will believe and receive from you today a change in their life situations, Father. And I thank you that you give them the grace to journey through Till they see all of this become a reality in their lives. We thank you. In Jesus' name, we declare it done. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us. And we believe that God is doing what he said he would do in his word. Bringing beauty for ashes. I want to encourage you to share this message with somebody else who might be we might need to hear this message and be encouraged and receive uh, the anointing, the prayer that's been released. So share this message with somebody. Let them also be touched by the Lord. And please remember to send your testimony to us, whatever the Lord does. Uh, you can email that to testimony at apcwo.org, and we'll be so delighted to hear from you. Now, for those of you who are on Facebook, uh, you know, from time to time, we post all the testimonies that come in. We post it on our Facebook page. Uh, that is facebook.com slash apcwo. So you can follow us there, and you can get to read of all the wonderful testimonies that God is doing. There are testimonies of healing. There are testimonies of divine provision that, that, that we keep posting there as they come in. And, of course, we keep the names and details anonymous, uh, but we just share the good work that God has done. So follow us there on our Facebook page and you'll get to hear and read about all of these testimonies that keep coming to us as we post them on our Facebook page. Now, uh, until next time, remember that Jesus Christ loves you. You stay strong. And remember, God is bringing you up out of the ashes. Let's close. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, our Heavenly Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit be with each of us always in Jesus' name. Amen.